welcome to the Rutherford Method. I'm James Rutherford and I love talking to inspirational people from all walks of life. From athletes to stay-at-home mothers, everyone has a story to tell. Today I'm joined by Jermaine Downs. Jermaine is just coming off a black belt grade for Kyokushin Karate. He's an amazingly humble guy with a young family and it was an absolute blast to chat to him. Right, Jermaine Downs, good sir. How are you? Fantastic. Been a long time coming, this podcast. I intentionally haven't spoken to you about your grading since you did it four, three weeks ago now. Three and a half weeks, yeah. nearly four weeks ago. Yep. Um, so very excited to crack into this and find out all the ins and outs of how it actually went for you. <laughs> um, tell us a bit about yourself and your karate history and how it sort of all begun for you okay so um i am originally from new zealand and if anyone knows new zealand well it's a rugby union mad country everybody and their son wants to be an all black yep and of course i also fell into that category yep all my friends are playing playing rugby union and so of course i had to yep um and so most of my childhood and teen years, uh, and even up into my 20s, into my late 20s, I, I played rugby union for a long time. Yeah, okay. Um, so sporting-wise, that was mostly what I did. I, martial arts didn't really come into my thinking until... Wasn't even in on the radar? Not seriously, no. I mean, I, I watch movies yeah. and, and, you know, watching <laughs> Every Jackie kid does, Chan and yeah. Bruce Lee and, oh, that'd be cool to do, you know, yep. one day, one day. Yeah. But I was too busy playing rugby with my friends and, um, yeah. And then uh, I moved to Australia. Yes. Moved to Brisbane. And uh, I got to working with um, a guy that I met who ran a Kyokushin dojo. Yes. And he jokingly said to me, oh, why don't you come along and train and try it out, see how you like it. Yep. And I was a bit hesitant. And uh, So this is obviously Rob James? No, no, this, no. Is, this is another guy. Okay. I won't name names. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, instructor A? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, and he kept hassling me for, for a while and said, oh, you know, I think you'd be great. You, you look like you'd fit in well and yes um so i went along i didn't really think much of it and i kept going back and it kept getting better yes you know and i started to enjoy it and um it martial arts started from there basically i mean i uh it, it branched away from that initial guy yes af- after six months or so but uh so what year was that when you first started? That was at the tail end of 2011. Yes. I think it was November 2011. And then that continued up till uh, I think it was April or May 2012. Yeah. And then things didn't end so well then. Uh, I won't go into details. Yeah. Why? So I was just looking for another dojo then. Well, I, I we just went cold turkey. Yeah, just, of, yeah, just left it at that. I thought, oh, it's not meant to be. 
I won't worry about it. Yeah, okay. And at that time, well, before that time, I'd actually met my current instructor, current yes. sensei, Rob. And uh, he had told me he used to run a dojo when he was a lot younger. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's cool, you know. So he wasn't currently training then? No, he, he hadn't trained for, geez, I don't know how long, since the early 90s, I think. Okay. Um, and he had mentioned that to me. I thought, yeah, that's, that's cool. Why don't you, you thought about getting back into training? And he said, nah, no, no, that's, that part of my life's done. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, what a 180. We're yeah. all done. Oh, I know. And, um, so me, myself and this other instructor, uh, that I was going to at the time, um, got on to Rob. Yep. Come on, come, come, come and get into it. It's awesome. arm twisting. Yeah. And he eventually come along. Yes. Which was good. And, um, you know, all three of us were sort of hanging out and uh, we're also working together as well. Okay. So uh, that was kind of a good and a bad thing. You know, we saw each other all the time. (laughs) All the time. Yep. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so I, I met Rob that way. And when I had stopped training with um, that first instructor, um, Rob had gotten back into it, like I just mentioned, and a few months down the track, I think it was uh, September 2012, um, he put it out there, I'm, I'm starting up training officially. again. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, officially. So when it was just the three of you, was it an official dojo or was it someone's garage what was it it was a it was a proper dojo yep. like it was a proper setup yep. um he so it was already established okay. before myself and and rob yes. went there so we had students and and everything like that and he had been uh instructing for a while yeah um but we didn't really know before we went we didn't really know his style of Sure. How we taught and, and all of that. I mean, we knew we sort of knew him as a person. Okay. And we kind of gauged, okay, what he might be like. The quality and so uh, forth. Yeah, yeah. So was it Kyokushin? It was. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, initially I liked it. I, I really liked it. And I thought, this is great. Yeah. It's, it was, it had the right amount of physicality, I thought, yes. that I wanted. Yep. Um, it wasn't just us standing around talking all the time and, you know, doing um, a lot of impractical things. Like, we'd get work to the bone. Yeah, okay. And uh, I really enjoyed that. Yes. Um, but in, in saying that, I've, I think I've kind of liked that with, with any sort of sports that I've done, like whether it be at school or, or rugby. You just know, like the physical saying. hardship and demands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really one for... Yeah, talking a lot, I don't think. Yeah, I've know. noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to get this amount out of you. In regards to the martial arts, you touched on a bit of it there. What else drew you to it? Um, I Watching um, watching the movies and the, of you know the Bruce Lees and Jackie Chans and yep. Jet Lees over the years, looking at it, I thought, well, these guys are... Are, uh, they're amazing. Yeah. Like, not just um, 
actors. Yes, and choreographed scenes and things yeah, like that. I mean, yeah. that, that was pretty obvious um, that, you know, it was set up for the movies and, and, and such. But um, I, I thought of it in a physical sense, you know, how much have these guys gone to to get to this point to Absolutely. be this good? And I, I, um, I used to think, wow, that'd be great to to do something like that, to see how, how, well, not how far I could go, but what my limits are. Yes. And it, it was sort of just in the back of my mind because I was busy yep. doing other things. And um, I, I think I must have been 18 or 19 and I went to a Kung Fu uh, studio, maybe you'd call it, a class. Quan. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I sat down and had a look and I thought, oh, this would be great to get into just for a start. So one thing I've got to ask about the movies you watched, was it primarily Chinese martial artists? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Um, I don't think there was too much Japanese stuff. Although the Japanese stuff that I did watch, it was all ninjas. Yes, okay. It was all, uh, There's nothing know, else, though, is there? Well, that's right. It was, uh, it was a great laugh, and I kind of watched that stuff when I was yep. quite young, and it was a bit comical. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, about assassins and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, so I went along to this, um, uh, this uh, what do I call it? The crone, the dojo, yes. the training center, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Yep. And... Um, you know, I watched them do their thing and I thought, yeah, this is awesome. You know, it's just like all oh, the movies and that. Yep. they're doing all these moves and they're sweating and all of that. And But then they started doing um, like sword demonstrations and stuff. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm not really into that just yet. I just want to. Was it the weapons in particular or was it the, the style or what was it? Oh, I think it was a bit of both. Yep. You know, I. I I kind of wasn't expecting it as well. Okay. And because I'd... to put that into perspective where you are now, mm. you're happily an open book, aren't you? You look at anything, any weapon. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. Was it perhaps coming at it with that young mindset to build that foundation of, I want to be a physical weapon before mm. sort of putting other tools on the belt. Yeah. Well, I, I never thought of it like that at all. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to do something. I didn't kind of care what it was it, to a, to a point. Yes, you know, I, I hadn't I hadn't even thought about other martial arts like judo or jujitsu or, okay. or anything like that. Just just because I hadn't been exposed to it at all. Yeah, and like I said, watching the movies, it was all kung fu and yeah. some karate. And Growing up as a young kid in NZ. Mm. Was Kung Fu all there was? Or was that checked in the yellow pages or whatever it was then and that was the first thing that came up? Or was it friends that told you about it? Um, I think the first uh, the first time I heard about it, I must have been perhaps eight or nine. Okay. Uh, and some friends of mine were doing karate at the local uh, community centre. And they had asked me and my younger brother to come along. And uh, I was quite a shy, uh, withdrawn child. 
Yeah. And uh, I flat out said, no, no, I don't want to do it. You yeah. Know, that's like standing up in front of everyone and doing stuff. No, <laughs> no. And my brother is quite the opposite and um, he gladly jumped at it. Okay. He, he just thought it was a bit of fun and yep. he was, he's a bit out there and loves doing that sort of stuff. And um, I went down for a look anyway and it was, yeah, it was interesting. You know, they, the way everything everything worked and the class itself it was it was a children's class yes that um that was there but um that was the first time i remember being exposed yeah. to it yeah is your brother still doing no okay no, he uh i he didn't last long okay yeah i think he may have gained one belt yeah and then found something else got bored after that yeah okay i think he played rugby league after that or something. Right. would you say your training in Kyokushin has changed the way you look at your overall health and fitness, even your mental well-being and everything like that. I'll say that because one thing I noticed when I took a few years off, there's this void that is just missing. And then obviously when I started it back up, mm-hmm. suddenly you feel like that little completion is back into your life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, well, for having done it uh close to seven years i mean it's i know it's not a long time but it's long for me um yeah there there have been times during that time where i have stopped training for for a number of months and yeah there's certainly a void there yeah um but i found myself trying to fill it with other things yes yes and it wasn't quite the same not physically and uh probably probably not until now or recently i've realized it didn't kind of fulfill me mentally the other things i was doing i mean it wasn't another martial art or anything but yeah just whatever you fill that hole with it's not always gonna yeah tick the same boxes is it no no um and like you say when you start back up you you feel that yeah, like as soon as you walk on the floor, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah something comes back there. Yep. Um, and most people who probably haven't done martial arts would then argue, well, it, it could be anything. Like if you went hang gliding, for example, which I guess it's all about finding your sort of zen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But I firmly believe there's something about not necessarily dedicating your life to something, but certainly a large part of yourself. Mm in bettering your own you know, refining your whole personality and and trying to better your own product out of the end of it i yeah. think there's something to be said about that yep for sure that um eating cheeseburgers can't do <laughs> <laughs> um what is your we'll start off what's your least favorite aspect of training in general oh least favorites um and by saying least favorite doesn't necessarily mean you hate it with a passion it could just be some minor annoyance because in your overall scheme of things you enjoy training yeah um least favorite uh as of late uh trying to teach trying to yeah uh slow the class down gather everyone around and demonstrate how a right. technique should go. Yes. I I, uh, I just have trouble translating that from my mind. Yes. 
out into my hands and feet and yes. out to everybody else. Yes. Um, it's obviously something uh, I've only recently started doing a bit more Having of. to build upon that skill. Yeah, yeah. And, and over time, I'm sure I'll improve. No doubt. That. Yeah. It just takes yeah, time and repetition. Yes. But at the moment, and as actually from day dot up until now, yeah, that's probably my least favorite part. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Even though I, I, as part of my training, I have to do it. Absolutely, yeah. And that will uh, help me improve as a martial artist and a person just to, to be able to, to find a way to uh, communicate what's upstairs to... Absolutely. ...to out here. Yeah. Um, and then it, it could be said it flows into so many other areas of life too, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Not just teaching a, a class of any technique, but yeah. Um, yeah, conveying ideas and messages and all that sort of good stuff. Yes. So on the flip side, what's your favourite aspect of training? Uh, I... Besides your rest days. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good sweat session. Okay. Like uh, just going in there and pumping a good solid session out. Yeah. Whether that's basic technique. Yep. Just hundreds of front kicks or something. Yeah. For an hour and a half. Yep. Or uh, mixing it up, some sort of circuit uh, class going on or... Yep. Uh, and could be sparring all night. Yeah, okay. Probably, um, yeah, just trying to physically push yourself. Yes. Uh, I, I like to think I thrive on that yep. sort of a, um environment. Uh, yeah, there's just something about it I love. So hacking into that more, what is it about that? You say there's something about it you love, specifically... What group of emotions are there, or what what's the driving factor behind that? Um, I've, I've obviously you can pull out if the competitive nature of you comes out. Yes, you want to you want everyone else to break before you do. That's a bit of a masculine yeah, thing. Yeah, um, yeah, that's part of it. Um, over the probably the last two to three years, I've, I've thought about this a lot and. Uh, for myself, uh, I just wanted to do better than last time. I yep. just, I wanted to be better than yesterday. Yes. So just improving 1% every day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just moving up. Yep. Just going forward. And every time we got into, or I got into, uh, a really physical, um, uh, training or yep. class uh, i just wanted to do better and okay. better and better whether it was whether i was having a terrible day and i wanted to do better than uh how i was feeling at the start of class or do a hundred more kicks than you know the previous night's training yeah i just yeah just wanted to do better i mean yep. it wasn't like that at the start I, it's funny, isn't it? You start and it's almost a hobby, mm, and yes. then at some point, it's obviously different for everyone. But it flicks over from that hobby to a lifestyle. Mm. I think that's what we touched on before, where that void becomes very real if you walk away from it. Mm-hmm. That is that translation from hobby to lifestyle, yeah, yeah. where you notice something's not there anymore. 
Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what is, we'll start, we'll go again, least favourite technique in the current Kyokushin syllabus? Now, it doesn't have to be one you necessarily, you don't feel you're as competent as another technique. Mm. Yeah, because I know for several of the martial arts systems I've done, there are absolute bullshit bogus techniques mm-hmm. you'd never catch me doing. They might be effective for someone else. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Least favourite technique. Least favourite. Um, this is a tough one. I haven't really thought about it. Or this. one that particularly doesn't work for you. That's the other way of... Do you, do you mean working uh, at the time or putting a practical application to anything, it? Or anything. Anything at all. Okay. Um, I don't particularly like... <laughs> um, we'll just beat this part over. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> um, a lot of the... Oh, how do I say this? Uh, I was going to say kicks, but... They're, they're, they're more something that I like doing, but I'm just not terribly good at. Um, but, uh, oh, this is a tough one, James. We'll come back to it. I'll go with yes. you. What's your favorite technique then? Favorite. Um, I like a good uh, Mawashi Geni. I'm, yes. not, I'm not particularly uh, flexible at this time to continually do yep. Jordan Mawashigeri, but um, further down the body, yeah, sure. Okay. I So any turning, any roundhouse kick? I think so. Yep. At, at the moment. Okay. Um, I might change my mind tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, I, yeah, there's just something, something about it I like. I'd... Isn't it funny because anyone... And most people I talk to about Kyokushin, even people in Japan, I've spoken mm. to about it. The signature technique is the Gidamoshigiri. So that's a roundhouse kick to the legs, the thigh kick. Yeah. yeah. And it is, it's a fight ender. Yeah. You land a solid shin into that meaty part of the thigh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Pro- probably wasn't my favourite to start with. I, I think I was, you know, pretty average at it. As... Isn't that funny though? Because that can be the bit of the Hollywood influence as well. In movies, they only throw kicks to the head. They mm-hmm. make all these fancy-looking kicks, but mm-hmm. from a practical point of view, you don't have to be flexible to land this kick. No. In a practical sense, if it misses and you're going like the inside, it can hit someone in the groin, mm-hmm. which is equally as effective. Yeah. You can hit the knee joint. Yep. Obviously, you can hit inside the femoral. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of applications for it. And I think for myself, being a, a shorter person, it, it probably suits me a bit better. Yes. Um, because, you know, the average height is above mine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like to think that, that uh, yeah, this suits my body type better. I yeah, think. okay. Yeah. So on the flip side, least favorite technique, you did mention kicks there. What kicks wouldn't sort of... Be on your radar. Oh, particularly 
And this is probably because they don't spend a lot of time on them. Which we're going to come up to as well. Yes. I'm going to add something to that. Yep. Um, I think anything spinning. Okay. Um, I. That's not to say I would never be good yes. at it. It's all repetition though, isn't it? It is. And I've myself neglected that uh, over my entire training uh, yeah. training time. Um, but for, uh, it is quite an advanced technique as well. It's not like... It is. You go, you graduate from round kicks to front kicks and then suddenly you're lumped in, all right, let's start doing spinning kicks and back kicks and turning yeah. back side kicks and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have spent time on it, yep. obviously. Uh, you know, I'm not completely... Uh, haven't completely ignored them, but I just... It's just um, parts of it that I find difficult, like uh, the balance and and the, you know, rotating your top half and then looking yes. first. And I just find that all a bit... It's tricky, isn't it? Well, not strange. Yeah, tricky. But in comparison, when you've got a simple technique, like a get a mosh, look, mm. knee up, engage that hip, yeah. drive through the target, suddenly you're adding another four or five steps to that technique. Yes. When already a solid lead kick is such a great technique, mm-hmm. why do you need a, a spinning kick sort of thing? Well, that has crossed my mind as well, yeah. and that yeah. maybe that has sort of prevented me from... Influenced your decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other thing, from my very short time training with Sensei Rob, and this is not a critique on him... Mm possibly a critique on the Kima organisation, is they don't seem to spend a great deal of time on lower body techniques. No. Um, Has that changed in the seven years you've been under the, the Kima banner? Um, or have you noticed it comes in ebbs and flows? I think ebbs and flows. Okay. Because how, how we train up here... Is, is a little different to down in Sydney. Of course. And so the times I've been to Sydney uh, for seminars or for gradings, um, it, it changes every time. Flavor of the week. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, one time we might go down there and spend a weekend, uh, you know, doing upper body stuff with minimal yes. uh, kicking. Uh, and then another time it might be reversed. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think uh, down there in, in Sydney, they they do spend more time on on the lower body. Yes. Um, because just just having a look at the students and what some of them are capable of is... Right. Is, They've is got pretty, that lower body dexterity. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive. And that, that might come down to the individuals. You know, they of might course. be... Might favour those techniques. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've I've found with with Sensei Rob, um, he probably works to his strengths. Absolutely, and he's been a fan of boxing in the past, hasn't he? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, I think he's trained in a, in a bit of boxing. So, um, if you have if you're able to see the man, he's he's quite yeah burly up top, isn't he? Yes, yeah. 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 So you know his his fists. Uh, like lunch boxes. Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. Um and that yeah, that's obviously spread to the students yes. and, yeah. and and yeah, it's uh yeah, just something that's happened. Are there any other 
martial arts you can rattle off that particularly uh, intrigue you? Yeah. Um, uh, I hadn't really... Like, let's say for whatever reason, Kyokushin died overnight, you had to find something to fill that void. What mm-hmm. would you be your top three go-tos? I think judo. Yes. Would be one. Yep. Um, that's something I've looked at uh, from afar the last couple of years. And what element of judo? I just... I I like all the all the throwing. All okay. The, the just smashing people into the, yeah, into the okay. ground. Yeah. Uh, the hip throws, the, the shoulder throws, um, everything that I've seen with it sort yeah, of impresses okay. me a bit. Um, yep. I have a few friends who... Uh, back in New Zealand, they, I think they compete on a, on a circuit and um, just watching some of their videos and things they put up and yeah, sitting nice. back quite impressed yeah. with, with everything. Yeah. Um, I don't obviously know too much about it. I mean, I have to look into it a bit more, but that's that's one martial art that impresses me. Um, I believe Sosai had a black belt in judo as well, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah, yes. he was up there in that, I think, yeah. Um Another one, um, I think. I think an obvious one, jujitsu. Yes. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't always a fan of it, um, simply because a lot of people I was hanging around were were talking about it nonstop. So you're talking about traditional Japanese jujitsu. And and Brazilian, and Brazilian, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I, I was probably judging it before I even knew it. Yes, you know, I kind of thought, oh, you know, this is a bit much. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with this, and without looking into it, yeah. And then, of course, as the years went by, I looked into it a bit more and gained that bit of better perspective that comes with age. Often. Yeah, yeah, and and. And I thought, oh wow, this is actually pretty good. Yes, you know, and and then um, looking at the UFC and any mixed martial arts, um, it's had a massive impact and influence on that, hasn't huge, it? Huge, yeah. huge, and and I started to wonder why, and then I looked into it a bit more, and I thought, yeah, well, this is this is legit, and this yeah. is the real deal. Um, so that's probably the second one. Um, third one. Doesn't even have to be a third. Oh, yeah. I can't really think of a third one. Yeah. Weaponry okay. is coming to mind. Yep. Um, anything with weapons. Yeah. Is there a particular weapon that draws your interest? Um, basic weapons. Mm-hmm. Like a bow. Yeah. Bow staff or um, the, is it the Kali sticks? Yes. 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 Those. Those yeah. look quite fun. Um. Yeah, just anything really basic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I like, um, probably like most martial artists, swinging a sword around or yeah. see, seeing people yeah. swing a sword around and, and having watched those um, ninja movies as a youngster, you know, yeah. that, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, There's something very uh, elegant and almost iconic about a sword, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Uh, especially the, like, the Japanese katana. Yeah. There's just something very powerful about that image, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I think every young kid always gravitated towards. You, yep. the first stick you'd pick up, you'd start <laughs> swinging around like a madman. <laughs> yeah. When did so your eldest son currently trains mm-hmm. in the dojo? 
What age did he start? Uh, he started when he was seven. Okay. And initially I thought, for some crazy reason I had in my head, that's too young for him to be to be doing that. I, I don't know why. But on, the, on the, the flip side of that, what age are parents putting their kids in rugby? Well, that's exactly Which right. Which is arguably more traumatic. Uh, and I thought about that afterwards because we actually put him into rugby league when he was five. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's a bit contradictory. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. And um, I didn't realise that until yep. years later. Um, and, I, I, yeah, I had this um, f- funny thought in my head, oh, you know, I think I'll start him when he's 11 or 12, when he's a bit more mature. And, yep. Even though um, there are other kids in the dojo under the, the Young Lions program still training yes. at that age and even younger. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I just had it in my head that I was too young. Did the missus agree or disagree or didn't um, have an opinion? I don't think she really had an opinion on it. She yep. wasn't too bothered whether he started then or yeah, okay. later on. Um, but he hadn't been doing anything uh, sport-wise or you know extracurricular-wise um, for uh, I think a year and a half, two years. Okay. And I thought I can't have him sitting around doing nothing. Yes. I, I really can't. He's just gonna. Turn into a statistic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, just sit on the couch after school every day and watch yeah. TV. Awesome thumb dexterity. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Massive thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so I thought, oh, well, you know what? I'll just take him along and to see if he likes it. Yep. And if he doesn't like it. Stiff, you're going to do it anyway, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, thankfully there were, there were other kids who were around his age, maybe a little bit older. Yep. Um, and yeah, he, surprisingly, he really enjoyed it. He, he, him like myself, when I was that age, was quite shy and, you know, an introvert. Yep. Um, so yeah, that kind of crossed my mind on how he would go, but I thought, also thought, well, you know, if he likes this, this will probably draw him out a bit more. Absolutely. And, you know, make him, make him, uh... Come out of his shell, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, so that was when he was seven, um, and that was 2014, I think it was, November yep. 2014. How would you say that has not only created a greater bond between you two, mm. but would you say the, the training has enhanced it somewhat? Enhance the relationship, you mean? Yeah, like you've got a special bond with your boy Yeah, that you wouldn't have had unless you'd sort of trained under the same dojo as him. Yeah, that's right. Um, we were pretty close before, yep. beforehand, and um, that having, having us training together, yeah, it's brought it like yeah, a, cool. a lot, lot closer. Um, and it, it's not only the time spent in the dojo or on the mat it's it's even the the drive on the way of course yeah and, and the drive on the way home and we get to talk about yes you, you get, tap into that half an hour or 45 minutes for you where you start thinking about okay what are we going to do tonight yeah. and on the flip side i'm driving back we can improve on this yes we can do that yeah yeah yep um yeah all of that um you know and, and i'd ask him questions how do you think you went tonight and what do you think you want to do tonight? What do you want to get better at next time? Yep. 
Um, and even things, nothing to do with karate, you know, just how's your day going, son? How's yes. school? Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? Bit of extra bonding time. Yeah, just yeah. just all all aspects of it. Yep. Um, yeah, great. I'll, it, and it's time. It's yes. time spent with, you know, one of your children. Yeah. Which can never be negative, can it? Oh, never, never. Has your wife commented or noticed improvements in your son purely because of, I guess, characteristics or traits that have come out after the karate training? Yeah. Um, like can you say, his discipline's improved. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, hand-eye coordination as well. He's, um, he's always on the improve, yep. like all of us are. Um, but particularly for him, um, he, yeah, I think the discipline thing, like, uh, in, in terms of when we're at home, uh, you know, making your bed, yep. uh, doing things when you're asked, um, doing your homework after yes. school every day. Um, even when we go to, uh, and this is an ongoing <laughs> Uh, thing even when we go to the dojo you know getting your bag ready making sure it's ready so that we when we do need to go we can just pick up yep. your bag and time management and organization straight out. yeah yeah um that those aspects particularly um personality wise um yeah growing yep and has grown a lot yes uh, because of that um and i i think it's helped him uh training with a variety of of different children and, and, and adults yes um, because like I said he's quite shy or, or was a lot more shy and yep. training with different people and different personalities and, and that has, has helped him I think um, better himself definitely and, and especially uh, when he transitioned from the uh, Little Lions kids class up into the adults class yes so that's like a massive step a massive yeah. step and initially i thought oh this might be too much for him you know he might yeah. he might think he has to keep up with all the adults yep. and you know do a thousand kicks in five minutes or, or whatever it may be but myself and and sensei rob have said to him you know you don't have to keep up with the best person in the class because yep. you're 11 and yeah 35 yeah so there's a difference just yeah remember do your that. very best yeah. Yeah. yeah and and just do better than you did last time yeah and, and like you just said just do your best yeah that's, that's all you can and do. i think that's that's quite an added bonus for the adults too mm. because in my mind seeing those up-and-comers there trying their heart out I think it's very inspiring yeah, oh, to yeah. have that mix because I, when I used to train, it was only ever one mixed class mm-hmm. of you had kids that were four or five right up to the you know guys who were 60. And I just think there's something about that mixed community, yeah. all body ty- types, all ages, all genders. It was yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah, Everyone just trying their heart out. Yep. The core of the podcast, mate, the grading and the training. Ooh, here we go. What I want to talk about. Um, so when you first started, or when was it training in Kyokushin? Since they Rob's obviously mentioned, he's dropped, hey, you know, Jermaine, you should go for your showdown. You should start thinking about your showdown in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. 
when was it that really cemented in place in your mind like I am going to have a crack at this or I'm going to do it it's yeah uh, probably quite late in the piece okay to, to be honest yeah um, from memory um, I think from about green belt upwards okay that was when I first went down to Sydney for a grading for your brown for my senior green I, I yes. believe it was yeah um, and that's when I I got a understanding of what I would need to do where the intensity needs to be yeah and yeah. Where, where I need to get to to yes. to be able to possibly achieve yeah. that yeah that was probably the first time that I thought oh maybe I maybe I can maybe I yeah. can get there um Previous to that, I hadn't really thought about it, to be honest. Okay. I just wanted to show up to training. Yep. Do my thing and go yep. home. Yep. Um, and it was probably even less than that when I first started, when I was a white belt. I um, I was probably worried about or wanting to get that next color belt. I yes. Need, I need that next belt. Yes. And then... Yeah, that after a while was... It wears off, doesn't it? It it does, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't until, yeah, uh, around that green belt sort of stage and going down to Sydney, I thought, yeah, maybe maybe I can. Yeah. Maybe it's possible. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's kind of hard to to describe um, when you think, maybe I can do it. Yeah. Um, Because... You spend, or I spent, a long time sort of. I don't want to say stuck in Brisbane or stuck in the dojo, but I kind of, and this is not a bad thing, uh, was kind of just worried about myself, and I've just got to get to the next belt, get yep, to the next okay. belt, show up to the next uh, training night, yes, um, pass the next grading, uh, all of that, but um. Yeah, kind of a uh, kind of a funny or a different sort of a way of way of uh, way of looking at it. Once you realise, okay, yeah. So in contrast to that, years ago, you're going through the motions. You're turning up, mm. doing your training, eyes on the next belt. Mm. Fast forward to now. Mm. What's your mindset now? Now, um, now I think, well, back, back then I didn't really have that long-term goal, yes. like, but back at the start, yep. I didn't have, okay, I'm going to get the black belt. Um, we need to do this, this, and this to get there. You okay. know, that was non-existent. Yep. Now I, I do have the long-term goal. Yes. But it's not something I think about all the time. I've I've set it and I've put it in the distance. Then you've got your bite-sized chunks to... Yes. Yep, okay. Yeah. Um, so, and going back to kind of going through the motions, but with a different perspective and a different yes. attitude. Yep. And going back to what I was saying earlier about being better than yesterday, I try and take it... Uh, one 
one training night at a time or uh, a step at a time. Okay. Yes, brilliant. I need to, I need to do this right now. Put all my concentration and energy into this right now. Yep. Then maybe we can move on to that once yeah. I'm satisfied. Comes this is that good journey enough. of a thousand steps, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it's exactly. exactly. It and th- and that's that's what I am getting better at, yep. at doing. And and I, I think for me it makes it a lot easier. Yes. I mean, I, I kind of wish I'd done that earlier in the piece. It, yep. it might have made things a bit um, different. Not saying better, but yes, you know, different. But you know, I was a different person. Yeah, and at the same time, you don't know then how that would have influenced or changed the character you are now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, the road's not always supposed to be as easy as possible, is it? No. Sometimes the adversity, and that's actually one thing I was going to bring up. Yeah. With your son training, that. I think there's a real void in society at the moment. Kids and people in general, especially adults, they don't fail enough at things. They mm. don't um, do things that are not only physically exhausting and demanding, but mentally. Mm-hmm. They don't get completely gutted, pulled down to really question their values, question their what drives them. Mm-hmm. Everything's just so easy. Yeah. And yeah, there's nothing that really challenges people. And I think... That's super important for kids mm-hmm. to learn what failure is, how to fail, and yes. more importantly, how to bounce back from it, how to learn mm-hmm. from your failures and, and go forward and apply those principles That's to the right. rest of your life, yeah. yeah. Rather than you see all these middle-aged people who have never had to do a fucking hard thing in their life. Yep. And, you know, you just, <laughs> you, you, you don't want to, but you do, you judge them and you, you sit there and you think, well, you know, what have you done? Can you... Yeah. Tell me what drives you when the chips are down, you yep. know, when you're, whether it be, this is go back to the military mindset, whether you're soaking wet, mm-hmm. you've only got the people next to you you can depend on, yeah. you know, and the chips are down, what are you going to do? Or, you know, the sweat is rolling for in your case, you know, yep. your left arm is nearly fucking paralyzed and mm-hmm. someone's there trying to tee off on your head, yep. you know, and I bet the, I think you just mentioned um, before the podcast started, what you wanted to quit five times throughout the grading, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Like people have no concept what that is like. Oh you no, know? no. People and, and, are so quick to quit at the first sign of mental, physical hardship. Anything. Yep. You know, uh, David Goggins says it best. Everyone quits at forty percent. Yes. Yeah. One we, of my favourite humans. Yeah, we don't really know what our capability and our potential is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Leading up to your your grading in December, uh, we'll go back. Was this your second attempt? It was. Okay. Yes. So tell me about the first one. The first, and when was that? The first time uh, was uh, a year year prior. Yeah. Um, we had gone down to a seminar in Ballina and Lismore. Yes. Uh, that uh, Hanchi. Uh, was taken. Yep. So I think there were, there was myself and maybe two or three other students plus Sensei Rob went down. Yes. And um, without blowing too much smoke up my backside, um, we got told we were quite impressive and, you know, everything was looking really sharp. 
And Hanshi quietly said to Sensei Rob, why don't you think about bringing Jermaine down? Pushing him up the ranks? To, to, yep. the, to the black belt grading in December, which is December okay. 2017. Wow. And um, Sensei Rob had told me that. I thought, oh, really? Okay, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Is this real? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so we we sat down for a while and, and talked about it and, and started making plans of where we needed to be yes. or where I needed to be Yep. and how we were going to get there. And sort of just a rough plan. Yes. And we kind of refined it along the way. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, along the way, uh, we were doing extras and outside of our normal dojo class time, uh, I, we were doing, actually we were doing Saturday mornings, very early Saturday mornings, uh, for an hour, an hour and a half, uh, just physical stuff, you know, a, a good sweat session. And I sort of took it upon myself to pushed myself extra hard that day for some reason. I just felt compelled to really get in there and Yeah. So this is days a few weeks before the grading? No, no, this is this is um early days. A few months before. Okay. Yeah. Um maybe even three months before. Yep. Uh and I had had trouble with uh back injuries. Okay. Previous to that. Um which had troubled me well, have have troubled me throughout the years and yep. in karate and in work and everyday life. And this particular exercise we were doing, uh, we were doing squats with a training partner on our back. So they jump up. And of course, I picked the heavy, <laughs> heaviest guy and started doing squats. And I was feeling okay for the first few. And then it, a few things started moving about and fatiguing. And, and yeah. Yeah. And I started not feeling so great yeah it's particularly in my back did you do the masculine thing though and yep she'll be right keep I, going i did yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, stupidly and yes. and since i rob actually asked me on a number of occasions he said jermaine are you okay you look like you're struggling is your back all right <laughs> yep of course it is yep <laughs> don't worry about me and i kept going and then he'd ask again and i'd say the same thing and so we finished the session and I was fine afterwards, probably because I was quite warm. And then uh, I, I think it was the next day or maybe a couple of days after, yeah, I, I could hardly walk. Wow. Um, simply because just that, that weight and that pressure on my back had put just too much just compressed your strain on my discs, yep. which are already degenerated and quite uh thin as they are um yeah just felt like it destroyed my back and my legs were and felt like they were on fire and i I think i took a week or so off work and had to go get mri scans and doctor's visits obviously no training for that fortnight or weeks whatever no no and 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 the doctors um advised that i didn't do any serious sort of training for the certainly next... don't do any full contact gradings in the next six months no no and and they said that and i, I was thinking oh of course doctor sure? i'll listen to you yeah okay right 
And I thought, I thought about just ignoring it. I thought, nah, it'll be all right. It'll be fine. I'll just put a Band-Aid on yep. it and move on. Yep. And then I, I, I actually thought about it. And I was having a chat with Cherie and we were looking at a few things and it, and it sort of crossed my mind. Well, if it's this bad now and I keep training on it. Yes. And when I get to the grading, it's, it's going to be an intense day. And if something happens there and I get seriously injured, I'm fucked. Yep, yep. There's months off work and potentially yep. ending your, your martial arts. And, and I didn't want to think about that. I just wanted of course. to tough it out as... Yep. You know, a lot of anyone with do. testosterone in them does, yeah. yeah. Which unfortunately, ninety percent of the time, is at a detriment to your own health, isn't it? Yeah. And it's only certainly as I've got to the age where I am now, and I've certainly carried my own fair share of injuries. Mm-hmm. And yeah, certainly one thing I'm drumming to the kids and the wife: yeah. if you're injured, just take that extra week or two off to yep. rehabilitate, yep. rather than push through the injury then you've got to take your six or your eight weeks off yeah yeah and and there's a time and a place for pushing through injuries and yeah, stuff I like that yeah i think that's when you're between 18 and 21 yes <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah when growth hormones on your side and all that sort of good stuff mm-hmm. yeah or unless you've got a good budget with testosterone replacement therapy or yeah, yeah. which i don't and it's yeah, pretty either. hard to come by in australia <laughs> Um, yeah, so keep going with that. You had your injury. Yeah. Uh, so had the doctor's appointments. Yes. Had an MRI, had a CT scan. Um, and I'd actually had one previous to that a couple of years beforehand because it had played up at work and it had gotten worse. Okay. Um, probably not just from that specific morning of doing the exercise, probably from the wear and tear of work as well. But what I had done had just sort of aggravated the absolute crap out of it yeah yeah yeah. and um so they advised that i didn't didn't do anything uh to aggravate it even more for how long or just indefinitely indefinitely until i felt okay better but then you know i was also getting opinions oh you know six months three months yes as well when i was sort of like oh shit what do i do yep and i didn't want to I didn't want to give up on uh, going for for that grading. The opportunity had been given because, to you, yes. Because, it, yeah, it was an opportunity. I've been invited down, you know. Yeah. It's not not everybody gets yeah. invited down. and Can't come, I've got a sword back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and that crossed my mind. I didn't want to seem ungrateful or anything, yes. but I, I, I pictured myself saying that to to Sensei Rob and I thought oh that sounds really pathetic (laughs) yeah maybe I won't tell him yeah and so anyway I had to I had to tell him yeah but obviously he knew well I I had said look I'm having trouble with my back I've had all this stuff and appointments and everything and I'll talk to you at training yep and then yeah I just I came to the decision look I I can't I can't do it man it's not worth the the risk and I, I, I felt pretty bad absolutely not not only for myself but for him as well because he put x amount of time into me yep. over the years and particularly of of around that time you know extra yes extra stuff and i thought that was such a waste of his time you know i, I was just i was pretty down about it i didn't i didn't show it yeah or say it so much 
Um, but can you possibly see now, from his perspective and anyone else mm. on the outside looking in, it's not so much a waste of time because it's just a constant reinvestment. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if you're at that brown belt level, you're not going to, it's very unlikely you're going to leave the system. Yeah. You would have left the system at you know, blue, yellow, green, whatever. Yeah. yeah so, um, but I understand what you're, you're saying about letting people down. Oh, I did, and I didn't think of it at the time. Yeah. You know, I didn't think of the previous uh, five or six years before that. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking of then and there. The here and the now, yeah. Yeah. And I thought, man, I'm really letting everyone down. I let myself down, blah, blah, blah. And, um. Yeah, it just wasn't a nice kind of feeling. Yep. But in saying that, I didn't want to dwell on it for too long because I I knew that would affect me. Yeah, take you down a dark path. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought, man, well, you know, what if it gets so bad? I stop going to training and. Yep. So then I had to piece by piece turn that th- those thoughts around. Yes. And get better or get to a stage where I could come back to training and yep. whether it was just watching or doing very minimal. Yeah. Um and so how long did that process take, Jermaine, when your back was what you would call now your hundred percent? Um that that was that was probably three or four months I think. Okay. That's a bit of a blur yep. around then. There was a bit going on. Um, oh, yeah, I took, I took a bit of time off training. I didn't do anything. Yes. Uh, because I, I just felt that bad. And I didn't oh yeah, that is the problem with back injuries. It just affects everything. And yeah, then I, I came back and it kind of felt like I was starting again because you know, you know, when you stay away from something for so long, what like we were talking about earlier. Yep. Um, and then you come back, you, you that void gets start to, to get filled back up. Yes, but you feel like you're. Well, I felt like I was kind of starting again, or had been bumped back further down the path. Sure. Okay, I've got to catch up now. Yep. I've missed out on so much. So um, you tend to increase your own intensity and just push that extra bit, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah but but at the same time, you know, Cherie's in my corner and Rob's in in, yep. in my corner as well, saying. Just take it easy. There's a back specialist there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to hurt it again. Yep. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, right. They're right. <laughs> Disaster strikes when obviously Sensei Rob had a motor vehicle accident earlier in the year. Yes. And that not only through your training, but pretty much everyone's training through the ringer a bit. Yeah. Um, what was the plan from there did you guys have a sit down a discussion what are we going to do in in terms of your training getting you ready for your your grading uh we did a few times yeah yeah um at first when it first happened um i don't think i didn't think it was that serious is the severity of his injury yeah yep and i'm not too sure if he did either because it has obviously gotten worse. Yes. Um, and so I kind of didn't really think much of it. I thought, oh, yep. he'll be right. Yep, it's he'll okay. push through. Yeah. yeah. And um, as time went on, as the months went by, it started getting a bit worse. And 
he, well, we talked a bit after class yes. about various things and uh, he wouldn't really say a lot about it. Yep. You know, the, once again, the typical testosterone yep. uh, thing. Uh, but eventually, yeah, it, it came about how bad it was and was getting. Yep. And uh, then we we talked more on where we were going to go for for myself for that grading uh, what we were possibly going to do but then a lot of the time um because of all the things he was dealing with like yep. all the all the meetings, medical appointments and, everything yeah yeah all of that that would throw it out basically yeah and so um we'd have to we'd say okay we'll reschedule We'll, we'll do this, this, and this at this time. Yeah. And we'll have a look at this and that. Um, but then it got to a point where he was that busy with everything he was dealing with, plus doing karate a couple of nights a week for, what is it, two and a half, three hours at yeah, a time. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just didn't have time yep. to to do that extra stuff. So I... I, I was thinking to myself before me and you talked. Yep. Um, I thought, well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do this myself. Yeah. I'm going to have to, if I really want it, I'm going to have to. Which is quite a daunting process. Pull finger and and just do it. Yep. And so I had started um, doing extras. Yep. Um, nothing too extreme to start with. That was mainly strength and conditioning or technical, a bit uh, of everything? A bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't anything too much, like I said, uh, just to get a start Yes, and get a get a roll on. So what sort of month are we talking here, Jermaine? Your grading was in early December. Mm. How far out have you started this extra? That was probably... Hmm. Roughly three, four months out earlier? I think three to four. Yep, okay. Yeah, but the problem was it wasn't it wasn't structured. Yes. Like I hadn't properly sat down and thought, okay, I need to do this this day. Or I need to peak here. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if that was from my inexperience or not having sort of had had to work to such a a goal a strict yeah yeah or even just being maybe even just being slightly overwhelmed yeah and you know there was a lot going through my mind i bet and and all of that yeah and then yeah that's when me and you yeah having a chat a bit of background i um spoke to jermaine one night after training i believe and just offered to throw together i think at that stage it was a nine or a ten week program yeah something just to mainly increase your strength and conditioning Mm-hmm. And we sort of spoke and got together every Sunday and went through some uh, technical applications of the syllabus, um, which is, I think, in hindsight, more for my learning than yours, yeah. right? <laughs> which is good. <laughs> and then got stuck into these uh, kumite rounds. And I think one of the the trademarks of the Kyokushin Black Belt is the 40, well, on paper it says 40 minute and a half kumite mm-hmm. rounds. Yeah. So to put that into perspective for people who don't have a, a karate or even a martial arts background, these are 
bare knuckle full contact rounds. Uh, the only restriction is you can't strike to the face with arms or hits to the groin. So yeah, the intention in Japan at any or even any knockdown tournament over the world is you're trying to knock your opponent out with head kicks. So it's renowned around the world, Kyokushin being the world's strongest karate for that fact. And the 40 Kumite rounds at a minute and a half is just a bit of a loose minute and a half, Mm -hmm. as we'll describe. Yeah. Um, But we gradually, every Sunday, I think we started maybe at 15 rounds and then every Mm -hmm. week just added five rounds progressively. Mm -hmm. Um, I won't go too much into the the program I did because it's not very interesting, but did your nutrition change leading up to the grading? Uh, It did. Like you're a bit of a lean mean looking individual now yes did you feel as though you wanted to to drop weight or perhaps put some on or or what was your sort of process behind it i I thought about maybe putting some weight on yes um but because obviously some big heavyweights down there you knew you'd be sparring yeah yeah and i i wanted to be able to take that punishment a bit better yes with, with a bit more weight behind myself yep but then I I thought, well, that's probably going to... It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably going to affect me in other ways. More it? weight to carry or an impact to cardio. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not, at the moment, I'm probably not the most mobile, relaxed person Yes. as it, as it was. And I thought, well, yeah, if I'm putting more weight on, I'm going to be even less mobile. Yeah, and... yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. How much... This is uh, the psychological training aspect of it. Mm. did you put any thought into that or uh, was there any meditation or any sort of self-talk anything like this going through your head yeah yeah Yeah. there was there was plenty of of everything yeah like visualization things like that yeah yeah um what we were talking about earlier when i sort of first realized that it was possible for me to get a black belt i quite clearly put in my mind a, a picture of me receiving Already my belt happened. Yep. from Hanshi. Yep. The clearest picture I could think of. And I I just kept referring back Held to that. that. Yeah. Yep. And and I could always see it. And so the more I thought about it, the more it it was gonna happen. It was gonna be possible. Yep. Um that was probably the big one for visual, visualization. Um in terms of other things, um for a long time, I've tried to have the mentality of if you can still stand in sparring, yep, or in any sort of training, you can still you can still do something. You can still yes. work. You can yes. still because we're both of the shared opinion. Yeah, especially in that black belt grading, it doesn't necessarily how matter how fit, strong, or having mm-hmm. good yeah. of a stand up fighter you are. Yeah. They just want to see that no quit element. That's right. Yeah, when you're busted, you're broken. Even if you're getting knocked down, you're still getting up. That's you're still right. getting up. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I, I tried to have that that attitude, that mentality. You know, I can still stand up. Why can't I? Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. You know, what's What's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can still breathe. You know, I'm still yeah. alive. Yeah. Let's keep going. You know, even if it's just a little bit at a time. Or yeah. You know. Uh, 
just doing something you know yeah. um, why i tried to get into my head you know why couldn't i yes know? um whereas i think a lot of people um are defeated before they even attempt things like that and you know oh i'm too tired i, I can't do it um oh, i've been knocked down you know that's the end for me yeah um oh you know i've been hitting the solar plexus so i can't breathe yep it's all over yep um and I, I just tried to say to myself as often as i could sometimes all day at work yeah or, you know all night at training if i'm still standing if i'm still breathing just keep going so that was your little mantra yeah yeah that's cool yeah brilliant uh the day of the weeks of leading up to it is obviously a combination of emotions nervousness excitement hmm. what did sensei rob sort of say to you in the the hours leading up or even the weeks and the months leading up to the grading do you have any sort of words of wisdom he passed on to you he did yeah yep. um quite a number of times we talked about it because yep. i was as it was getting closer i was getting more nervous yes of course worried. Um, thinking I hadn't done enough, perhaps, even though I thought I'd done a lot. And looking back on it now in hindsight, mm. do you think you overtrained at all in any aspects? I, I don't think so. Yep, okay. No. Um, uh, there were certainly elements of the syllabus you trained on that they didn't even touch. Yes, yeah. and, and that, that <laughs> happens a lot, yep. you know. And that, that's probably a good thing. As well, because oh, it's one of those catch twenty two, isn't it? Because you know, if you didn't train it, that's the first thing they'd hey, let's do this. Exactly. No. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and and because you'd probably done that element so much, yes. And then it never got touched on in the grading. Then you're probably better off for having done that. For, Absolutely. You know, yeah, that, that amount of time. Um, but Sensei Rob, uh, yeah, he had a lot to say. Yep. To me, because yeah, it was getting closer. Week by week, day by day. And, you know, I'm looking at the calendar. Oh, shit, it's in two weeks. Yep. Oh, no. Have I done enough of this? Have I, am I doing this right? Yeah. Can you have a look at this for me, Sensei? Um, what, do you, what do you think I should do here? What if this happens? Yep. And I didn't think I would be like that. But I, 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 perhaps I was thinking about everything that could go wrong. But second to that, I think that comes down to your nature as a perfectionist when yeah. it comes to your technique yep. as well yep yeah and, and that's that's how i've been taught as well to, yes to aim for perfection yes whether you're having a bad day or not yeah you still got to aim yeah high. keep that high standard yeah yeah and and that's that's exactly what i wanted to do down there i just wanted to be do it the best possible way I could. Yep. And of course, yeah, that led to thinking about other things and, and, uh, yeah, worrying a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Sensei just reassured me, you know, it's going to be fine. Yep. Um, and like I alluded to earlier, I was thinking of just a day. I was thinking, uh, uh, it's a, all that matters is what happens on the day. Yes. And I hadn't thought about the previous, you know, X amount of years I trained. Yep. And he kept reminding me of that. Yeah, okay. Uh, which which was good because I, I stopped and I thought, I thought, oh, yeah, well, that's 100% true. I hadn't thought about it like that. Which, 
you know, after training all that time, I, I, I would have thought I would have thought of that sooner. Yeah, but it's funny because basically, the moment you walk on that dojo floor when you're a white belt, mm. everything is pretty much aiming towards that black belt grading in a perfect world. Yeah, yeah, yep. So you do have all your own experiences to draw upon. Yeah, yeah. So I could definitely easy to get that tunnel vision and oh shit what am i doing here the big days here exactly and and um robbie had said to me a number of times you know you wouldn't have been invited down exactly didn't think you were ready yep um i wouldn't have recommended or said that i think he's ready also yes you know he he wouldn't have put me in that position to make a fool out of me or yeah or you know what some of those people are like yeah just set you up for failure um so that was very reassuring i tried to keep that in mind you know yep i am ready um you know uh yeah yeah so big day fly down to sydney Mm. what do you have for breakfast on the day yep had a bowl of uh oats yep uh, so sorry to put this in context for the listeners. Obviously, it's a it can vary anywhere between a what five to seven hour grading, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, and there is generally none or very little uh, drink breaks, anything like that. So hydration and nutrition plays a pretty important part into fueling up on the day because it's a pretty grueling series of hours that are ahead. Oh yes, yeah. So sorry, oats. Uh, oats, um, I think I had a few uh, extra things in there. I added in some uh, handful of blueberries. Nice. Um, I think there might have been some chia seeds and some other sort of seeds in there as well. Yep. I can't quite remember. Yep. It was straight off the shelf. Yeah. Um, and I think I had a green tea. Yeah. So that, was hydration was levels pretty good prior? Yeah, I drank a lot of water the, yep. like, the previous two days. Yep. Um, I think the day before, three to four liters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and before that, maybe, maybe three. Yeah. Uh, so weather conditions down there would have been typical Sydney summer, like probably high twenties. Yeah. Low thirties. You're in second story of a building, I believe, mm-hmm. in a pretty crammed. Yeah, dojo. So it's yeah, a lot of a lot of body heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe the grading comparing it to a normal Tuesday or a Thursday or a Saturday training session? So you obviously go through mm. the your Kihon cutters were done as well. Yeah, Kumite is obviously last, mm-hmm. pretty stock standard in that regard. Yes, but yep. but expanded on. Yes, uh, for the various uh, grades grading. So not only for techniques as well, but repetition of techniques. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's especially at the beginning, like a like what we would do in a in a normal Kihon session. Yep. Um, just cycling through all of those uh, different techniques. 50, 60, 70 times. Yep. Uh, for maybe that first hour or so. Yeah, okay. Just to get warmed up. Then did you get 
techniques pulled apart or random questions thrown at you? Why are we doing this? Name this technique. What was it? Um, not so much of that? Not so much. Okay. Uh, which was something I was really worried about. Yep. Because I thought, maybe I haven't done enough of that. Uh, but it also just depends on the day. Yes. What the Shehans and Hachi, <laughs> yep. what they think, what they what they know that you and know. And what they see. And what they see. Yeah. So if they're satisfied that you can do this yep. properly and you look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Bullshit baffled brains, isn't it? Sort of, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, they'll also talk to uh, your instructor. You know, yep. they would have talked to, to Robbie a few times and, you know, have you guys done this? Have you been doing this? Yeah. You know, yeah. Tell me what he's like. Yep. So once again, it wasn't just about then and there it was yes you know what what had been done previous yeah. as how's well. his homework looking yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay uh were there any surprises in the grading that caught you off guard in in terms of uh technique or, or yes yeah or let's go like with that. that um no okay no i i thought I had covered everything pretty well yep so in terms of preparation down. for the syllabus Mm. Obviously, at the end, looking back on it now, you're 100% prepared. I like to think I was. There There was actually, now that I think about it, there was a couple of things that I hadn't thought of. Yeah. You know, for some reason, I just had skipped my mind. It was clearly quite there in the syllabus, but I thought, oh, yeah, I know that well enough. Right. Okay. That's so, what it was. And so I concentrated on everything else. Yep. And then this one thing. Which was? Brought up. It was a, a spinning moisture getting. Okay. Uh, which I thought was something I I didn't have to know. Because I think... Well, I thought it was for a, a higher grade black belt. Okay. But a few of us got pulled up right. to do it. And I'm not too sure if uh, that was... So was it just the guys grading that got pulled up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So, so I'm not too sure if that was... To see if we actually knew it, mm-hmm. you know, because they, they would just say it in Japanese. Yes. And you'd have to think fast. Okay? Rehearse it and off you go. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not too sure if they just wanted to see if we knew what they were talking about. Could recollect about. the data and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or if we actually knew it. Yes. Knew what to do. And thankfully, uh, I think I listened pretty well and. Well, thought, you must have, mate. You got the vibe. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and I thought. Okay, that's one of those kicks. And so I got up and I thought I did it all right. Yep. For not having practiced it that much. So like, give me an example. How many how many reps did they call through? Like 10 or 20 or something? Uh, I think because well, there were a few of us uh, and they wanted to... Pick re- apart everyone's technique yeah. or like, did they have you up individually or, or just the guys that were doing their black belt grading? Individually okay. for, for certain things. Yep. Um, to put us on the spot in front of everybody. Yep. Um, but they also wanted to probably not spend too much time of course. on particular things. Um, but I think it might have been five to six times yeah, okay. to do this thing. I mean, it doesn't sound like much, but... Oh, when there's a hundred pair of eyes on you and you're nervous yeah. already? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I thought I'd executed it pretty well. And then, of course, I got told... <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's not how we do it, Jermaine. Do it again. Yep. And I thought, oh, what have I done wrong? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll change it up. I'll, 
I'll jump higher. And I, I thought, okay, yeah, I've jumped higher. I've jumped like a foot higher. Yep. And of course, um, Hanshi says, what are you doing? That's not how we do it. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I've got my head down thinking, am I really messing this up that bad? Yep. And um, I, I did it a few more times and, um, yeah, basically got made to look like a kind of a fool. I mean, yep. I, I didn't do it completely terrible. Yes. It was just a couple of things that... So the technique you're talking about mm. in English, mm. is it a turning back side kick or turning back spinning kick or a jumping back Jum- spinning kick? Jumping. Jumping right, okay. back spinning kick, yeah. Yep. Um, and like I said, it's not something I'd done that often. Yes. Because like I have said, kicking was... Yeah. I had to spend a lot of time on. And it is quite an exotic and fancy kick. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Um, it's something we obviously need to know, but it's not something you'd pull out yep. nine times out of ten. Exactly. Um, Unless you're on a movie set. Yes. <laughs> Doing your fight choreography. <laughs> um, the Kumite. Mm. Obviously, I think this is the deciding factor of obviously any black belt grading. Yep. And as we've already alluded to, it's not so much... If you can fight 40 mm. guys back to back, it's more how much of that no quit attitude have you got locked inside your head. Mm. Yeah. So, a couple of questions I want to find out. Mm. How much of a factor did the strength and conditioning play by the time you get to your Kumite, which is obviously three or four hours in? Mm. How much you got left in the tank? Uh, that's, that's the thing. I, previous to the grading, I had been, I may have even been told by yourself, but other um, uh, instructors in the organization, Sensei Rob, uh, Sensei Alex Lloyd, uh, and I think Sensei Mark and Sensei John as well from Lismore and Bellina, had previously talked to me about it being a marathon. Yes. It's not a sprint race. Yes. You don't go hell for leather for the first hour and then you're, you're gone. Then, for the, yeah, you got the, nothing in the tank. Yeah, so I had to consciously uh, not gas myself Yep. within that first... Uh, go at it like a slow, methodical pace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also... Keep at, that at, intensity there to show you are yeah. defending yourself and yeah. intelligently attacking and all that sort of stuff. And and even though I, I think I did that pretty well, I I kept that intensity high, yep. but for a long period of time, even though um, I got to the point of the Kumite, uh, I I was still pretty wrecked. I bet. Uh, not completely, so that I couldn't spar yep but you know a lot of energy had been burnt and yes was tired and thirsty and hot and all of that which is why they have the whole idea isn't it yeah yeah Yeah. um so that's how i tried to to think of it i wasn't holding back but previous yep but i wasn't going 100 miles an hour yeah okay um and that's how I yeah tried to approach it. So obviously there's um, names down in 
uh, the Sydney Dojo heavyweights, mm. particularly particular students who are more adept at kumite than perhaps other aspects of karate. Mm-hmm. You see them across from you. How do you prepare for that? Do you just think, okay, let's just bring on this ass kicking. I'm just going to get in that happy place and yeah. lock the door and not let anyone in? Yeah, basically. Yeah. You, you know, there's no escaping. Yeah. You can't. Well, you could, if you wanted to fail your grading, just walk out the door and see <laughs> you later. Not get an invite back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. But because I I had come so far and I was so close. Yes. Um you, I just had the mentality: you can't run away. You've just got to face this. Definitely, you've, you've got, you've just got to take whatever punishment gets dished to you. Don't take it personal. Yes, as well, because of uh, I myself probably at times, small t- small times, have thought, yeah, this guy's out to hurt me on purpose during your training or just that grading. No, no, during training yeah. over yeah. the years. Um, but yeah. I've also seen. Uh, other people take it quite personal as well. Yes, like, okay. So during like a normal uh, training at, at the dojo, uh, when we do do sparring, it's it's basically play fighting, right? Yes. We're not out to seriously hurt each other. You're not trying other. to take other's heads off, yeah. No, because everyone has to work, go to school, yep. has lives to live outside of the dojo. So I yeah, always make it a point to to think of it that way during normal normal class time but yes during this grading um yeah i didn't take it personal or anything it was just it was just something that i had to go through yes um that's what uh that's what sensei rob kept saying to me it's just something you have to go through yeah you just have to you just have to do it yep whether it's extremely hard or you find it kind of easier than you thought it might have which i didn't uh, <laughs> i don't think anyone would dare say that anyway would they let's be honest um yeah it was just something i had to do and in in the later rounds of of that those 40 fights that yep. really played a big part so 40 rounds when would you say and i don't want to use the word easy but mm. the when did it really start to take a toll on you not only physically but mentally like would you say the first five or ten are pretty standard mm, yeah how was it structured did they throw keep all their strong big guys for the last ten uh not necessarily yeah. no they um I, I tried not to pay too much yep. attention to how it, it might go just one after the other yeah yep. I, I tried to just think of it as yeah just Spar the guy who's in front of you. Yep. You know, um, but but at the same time, I kind of wanted to think, okay, well maybe maybe they're going to do it in five to ten yep. uh, blocks. You know, the first five will be this intensity, then then it will go up, and then it will go down. Yep. But I knew if I thought about that too much, I'd you're in for a while of hurt. Yeah. 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 So I I primarily tried to just take it one fight at a time. Um, but I noticed the intensity lift quite a bit, uh, probably in the last, I want to say, uh, probably in the second half. Yep, okay. Pro- primarily the last 15 to 10. Yep. Um, 
yeah, it was. Uh, so it was all grades going through sparring you, or mainly brown and above, or what was it? Uh, all senior grades. Yeah, uh, I think there may have been a couple of senior yellow belts, mm-hmm. um, but that was very early on. Yeah, okay. Because they got to sit down and they were done for the yep. day. Um, so yeah, as the time went on, the I got to fight the more senior yes uh, members of of Kima. Yeah. And yeah, it just got harder and harder and harder. Yep. <laughs> Mentally and physically. I bet. Going back, uh, a lot of the sparring you and I have done, I've always, one of my critiques I've had of you, especially when you fatigue, and I'm sure every man and woman does it, mm. is you tend to turtle up and not jump off that yes. train tracks. Yep. You always stay very lateral. Mm-hmm. Um, was that going through your head? How did you combat that? Did that play a part in your grading? It did. Um, I tried to keep that in mind yeah. from from the start. Because one thing I, I noticed, especially on the a couple of your videos, mm. how small the dojo was. And because there was four people grading as well, that mm. compacted it down a bit more. Yeah. So you didn't have that massive amount of room to no. switch and jump around and do what you wanted to do? No, no. Um, and early on, you know, I, I had the mindset of move, get yep. off get off the tram tracks. And I thought I was doing okay. Yeah. Uh, and I was obviously less tired, less fatigued. Yes. Uh, less beaten up. Yep. Um, and so... As you'd expect, as the fight went on, things slowed down. Absolutely. Started moving less, taking more punishment. Yep. And the more punishment you take, the less you move. Slow down more and more. Um, and, you know, it wasn't that I forgot that I needed to move. It's, it's just Your that I body was... body can't do it. <laughs> I just couldn't, couldn't yeah. do it. I was, yeah. I was just physically and mentally exhausted. I, yes. Um. Yeah, my mind wanted to, but just my my body. Yeah. Well, probably my body and my mind wouldn't let me. Yeah, to, okay. To, to be honest. Yeah. Any injuries? Obviously, I will um, put some of the videos up. Mm. But your left arm looked like it taken quite a bit of damage in those last between 30 and 40 rounds. Yeah. 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 Um, so what happened there? Because uh, I have a, a natural fighting pose with my left arm left extended. arm left arm forward uh so that obviously puts my right shoulder uh, left shoulder forward yep um it was just a massive target for right. for kicks and everything everything M- primarily punches um so there were a few people i was sparring that just kept hammering. So obviously as people are mirroring you they're coming in with some sort of left cross or something over to your shoulder to open yeah. up your body yeah 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 um and that that's my natural go to stance, right? Okay. So I'm not a I'm not a southpaw. Yep. Although at times I try and switch it up and change, but when you're physically, mentally gone, you just you go revert back to, back to your natural yeah. yeah everything, don't you? Yeah, and of course that got picked up on, and that was you know the first thing that they obviously saw and yep. just kept kept wailing away on it and yeah okay. Just hammering it time after time after Shit. time and yeah it wasn't wasn't very nice so in that regard obviously it's nearly four weeks 
post event now, mm. no permanent damage to your shoulder? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, not that I know <laughs> not of yet. Like that. Yep. <laughs> yep. You do rotations and raise it above your head. Yeah, yeah. How it's, many days did that take to recover? Uh, it had a fair amount of bruising yep. on there, which is unusual for me. Uh, I don't seem to bruise easy for some reason. Um, so that means it was yeah, quite Smashed. significant. Yeah, definitely. Um, probably... Probably four to five days. Yep, I would say. Yep. It um, there were initial bruises on there, uh, and then it it got a bit worse a couple of days after, and then it sort of subsided after that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Explain that feeling. Yama is called last round. Wow. What's the the torrent of emotions that go through you there to think? I may have just done this. Well, because look, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, you're right. Your last round mm. was more like two and a half, three minutes of absolute punishment. I believe you were knocked down once or twice. Yes, but within a second and a half, you're back up on your feet. Yep. Left arm looks dangling like it's held on by a tendon, mm-hmm. and you're just taking a fuckload of punishment. You're yep. just getting lit up. Oh yeah. Um, it's actually quite a struggle to watch. It's quite confronting for for someone who's a mate to see getting the absolute shit beaten out of them yeah it is really difficult to watch and i would imagine sensei rob's in the same boat and even um what's it like for you watching that video um well because you know firsthand how fatigued you were how much of a psychological part it's played how mm. physically fatigued you are yeah but on top of that you know you're about to get your black belt. You know you've gone through the ringer and you've come out mm-hmm. on the other side of it. Yep. Um, watching that, uh, I don't actually remember a lot of it. Yeah, to, okay. To be honest, I was that far gone. Um, I was in another world. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do remember... Uh, in previous rounds having trouble hearing when the rounds had ended so a lot of the time they would go on for 10 20 seconds longer uh and and i remember at the at the last round um, so sorry on the flip side of that yeah your opponent didn't hear it either or because you just kept going they thought oh yeah i'm gonna keep going or was there no sort of second or third reminders hey guys the round's over i I don't think either of us heard it it might not have gone on for that long it felt like that long yeah i bet um but i remember it being quite noisy because it is quite a small dojo and there's a few grading going on yeah Yeah. and the call to finish the the round probably wasn't yeah and they are even quite tricky to hear on the on the videos yeah yeah so I remember at a few times uh, neither of us heard it and we just kept going for a little bit longer. Yep. Um, yeah, which didn't didn't help things at all. <laughs> uh, and, and I remember, one thing I remember about that, that 40th fight, um, I remember uh, thinking, did they just say stop? You know, was that... Is that the end? Is your mind starting to play is tricks with you? Is that real? Yeah. Did, did they just say that? Yep. And then, yeah, there was a lot of applause and clapping and 
uh, it's a hard sort of a feeling to describe. Yep. Um, a lot of relief. I bet. Like after sort of 30 seconds or so, you, when you get your breath back and you come back that to, adrenaline to reality. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you think, you're still thinking, shit, have I actually done it? You're ready to fight again. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there any more they're not yep. telling me about? Yeah. Um, yeah, an amazing feeling, uh, confusing, but also a lot of relief as, as well. A, a whole range of emotions, yeah. um, good and some bad. Yeah. Um, bad in the sense, why did I just do that? You know, that was, you know, I'm going to be... In regards to what, questioning... Questioning Past what techniques or sparring rounds or what was it? More so with the sparring, you know. Okay. Why, why did I just put myself through all that punishment? Right. Um, which sounds kind of silly now because now it does because you know yeah. what you know. But yeah. let's say hypothetically you'd failed, mm. you'd probably continue to play on that thought. Yeah. Why the fuck would I do something like that? Yeah. So, I imagine um, most Ironman triathletes say the similar thing while they're going through it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how long until Kumite rounds are finished mm. to your presentation for your belt? Um, minutes? Yeah, I think maybe five, ten minutes. Yeah, okay. We so you had a chance to throw some water down? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yep. I can't quite remember. I did something with my mouth guard, maybe tucked it, tucked it away or threw it to the side or something. And then... We'll... Sorry, we didn't even talk about that. How much of a factor did that play? The mouth guard? Yeah. Uh, not as much as you thought. Yes and no. Okay. Um, I tried to train with it uh, previous to the grading, like you had suggested. Yep. Um, and I, I think that helped a lot. You know, yep. after uh, after um, after a while, you sort of get used to it. But yep. the harder you push yourself, the harder it is to get that oxygen get in. Get air through. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think it, I didn't really think of it too much yep. at, at the time. And I don't think it, it played too big of a part. Yep. Um, I, might, I might have been thinking something else at the time. I, I, can't I bet remember. you were. <laughs> <laughs> Least of your worries, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it, it was good having that mouth get in as well because... It, Copped a few head kicks and yeah, okay. didn't, didn't really want to lose any any teeth. <laughs> Did you see stars at all with those head kicks, or were they um, just more to let you know, hey, dickhead, your hands are down? A couple of them I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, particularly, I mean, that's the other thing as well, isn't it? Because the guys there aren't there to fail you. No, no. they're there just to put you through the ringer. Yep. Yeah, they're there to pull you through, ensure you earn that black belt. Yep. Yeah, every ounce of dye that goes into that belt mm-hmm. is yours. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um and and that was good. You know, I, I knew they weren't out to kill me. Yep. They were there to help me in the most physical in the uh, warped, twisted yeah. way you can think of. Yeah. yeah we're absolutely. gonna we're gonna beat you up for forty rounds <laughs> yeah. at the end. Yeah. Uh, we'll all be to help you and out. go out for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Hanshi presents you with your, your first Daniel showdown. Yeah. Any wisdom, words of wisdom from Hanshi? 
Um, well, just congrats, mate. What is it? Yeah, it was pretty pretty basic. He yep. sort of joked around with me a bit and yep. said, yeah, it's about time you got this. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I had... Um, because you have to pay for the for the yes, belt. Yes. Um, previous to the day, I'd actually paid for it the year before. Wow. Okay. When I got invited. Yeah, right. That year previous, so I'd have been sitting up They're there gathering dust somewhere. Yeah, and he he was giving me shit about that. He said, <laughs> now, now, "Now we don't have to hold on to this thing. You you can wear it." <laughs> Taking up room on the mantelpiece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was exactly like a pictured uh, years previous. That's all I was going to come back to. Yeah, it was That's brilliant. It was exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, just a mirror image of, of so what basically I you had somewhat projected your own destiny yeah. in that regard. Yeah, yeah, yep. And that was yeah, a great feeling, a great, great feeling. Um, and probably um, as time has gone by, as the weeks have gone by, it's still setting in, buzzing. It's still there. It, it is, um, but it's also. I also think, wow. I really did that, yep. you know, or, or sometimes, yeah, did I just do that? Yeah. And then I look at my belt, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and sometimes I, I forget because I'm busy doing other things and I come home and then um, my belt's there and my certificate's there and yep. look at it and think, wow, yeah, Shit, I did do that. Downs, that's that's right. Yeah. And, and that's not something I thought about too much at the start, you know, I wasn't, like I said, it, that wasn't the... The goal the of that time. Goal, yeah. So, Brilliant. Yeah. Um, going forward, what are your future goals, not only in Kyokushin, but also sort of martial arts obviously ties in heavily to fitness in my mind. Yeah. What are your future goals now? Um, obviously, you've had a very well-earned break. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I... Paid Don't, for a bit yesterday. <laughs> yeah, paid for it a bit yesterday. Um, so I want to... I actually thought about this before the grading, yep. what, what I wanted to do um, afterwards. And a while ago, I thought, yeah, maybe I'll just stop at black. Wow. Yeah. I uh, Continue training and not grade further or just cold turkey, see you later? Cold turkey, see you later. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how long up until when? Were you thinking that? That, the last time I thought that was... Round one of the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say that, but no. Um, probably start of the year, start of 2018. Yeah, okay. I had hit a bit of a purple patch. Yep. And... There was obviously other external influences going on as well. Yeah, yep. yeah, there was... It wasn't anything major, but I just thought... Yeah, you know, maybe this is the end of the road. I'm wow. been doing okay. this for so long. Yep. I'm kind of getting sick of doing it. Yeah. And that and that's just how how I was thinking. Yeah. Um and I'd been a brown belt for a while. Um I I think I'd missed a few gradings mm-hmm. just from life, from life. Yep. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, you know, this is taking forever. Um, it's getting old. Um, Shit, don't tell me that. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> just being honest. <laughs> yep. Um, you haven't even got any grey in your beard yet, oh, mate. It's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> um, and I don't know what what turned me around. Actually, no, I do. We went to 
uh, a seminar in Ballina and Lismore. And Hunchy was there and Sensei Alex. And I I thought, oh, yeah, this would be a good chance to get away and yep. maybe maybe change my mind. I don't know. I'm not really sold on continuing if yep. any, for much longer. And I got there and, yeah, I, I had a great time. I had, yeah, okay. I had the time of my life. And, and I think there are a few elements that played into that. I think getting outside of where we train so much. Yeah. Um, seeing, meeting people I haven't met before. Seeing old faces. Um, striking up conversations that I'd left hanging from six months previous. Uh, yeah. So not even so much... Certainly, some of the training aspect, but also the the social and the the community. Yeah, yeah, pulled you back in. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Um, I mean, it it was a solid couple of days. Yes, working on everything. Yep, to do with um, Kyokushin and what we do. Um, but it it kind of made me realise how how good it can be, mm-hmm. how, how how fun and enjoyable it can actually be. Definitely, and. It's it's it wasn't as bad and boring as what I had been thinking. Yeah, okay. Which, as soon as I got pulled out of that, I thought, "What was I thinking? Where have I been? You know, yeah. what, 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 what was I thinking like that?" And like we said, obviously life had happened, and yeah, you know, I just got into a different headspace. And, yeah, but yeah, so I'm thankful I went went down to that, and that kind of pulled me out and turned me around, so to speak. Isn't it funny that I don't think. I think that's part of the the martial arts journey, isn't it? At some mm. stage, you're either ready to quit or change, or uh, I don't know what it is, and you have that that moment mm. where you're like, "Oh shit, I'm I'm in this for the long term," or yeah, just yeah. keep pushing and break those walls down, yep. yeah, or just keep you know bettering yourself, sharpening your own skills, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Touchy subject. Any tournaments in the future? <laughs> In the future. Um, now, we've had this conversation before, you and I, where... We have. I've often at times spoken about my fear of, of head trauma and yeah. Kyokushin's certainly no stranger to head trauma. No. And the difference between the um, the Tuesday and Thursday night sparring sessions mm-hmm. where everyone's conscious of everyone's ability and yeah. to go to work the next day where tournaments are yep. uh, there to take your fucking head off. Oh, yeah. Practically, they're there to win. Yep. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I would love to enter a tournament. There's something, not even masculine, but testing your skills. Yeah. That's real world combat. Yeah. For a a karate practitioner. That's as real as it's going to get in a controlled environment without going on a Friday night and... You know, getting on the piss and hitting someone in the face. Yep. And you really want to not only test your physical limits, but also that mental fortitude plays a fact in the matter as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, big time. And, and that's... For, for quite a while, uh, I wanted to see what I could possibly be capable of at, at a tournament. Yes. Um, I thought that way about... Just karate in general, you know yep. what? What can I? How far can I go with this? Yep. And then I started translating that to 
you know, possibly a tournament. Yes. And, you know, in, in the back of my mind, I, I still would like to. Something that still intrigues you? Yeah, yep. especially um, the Kumite. Yep. Um, it hasn't really crossed my mind that much to do a cutter, to yes. enter the cutter category in a, in a tournament. Which is interesting because your cutter is just polished. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, I don't see it that way. <laughs> of course you don't. Yeah. yeah. I always want to get uh, better. Mind of a white belt, mate. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, but as I've gotten older, you know, like, like you were saying just before, um, the thinking of the possibility of yeah. head injuries. And, and to be honest, those Kumite tournaments... It's a young man's game. Yeah. It really is. Yep. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I also have my family to think about Absolutely. as well. Yep. Um, you know, if I got seriously KO'd, yes. um, they would be... And you got more weeks off or whatever. Yeah, you know, then I'm out of work. Yeah. Uh, that affects my family, you know. Maybe the wife can't work for... Because I'm, you know, in hospital yeah. or whatever. You're an idiot you know. and wanted to see how well you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All, yeah all, those things, all those things cross my mind. And, but then I also think, yeah, well, what are, the, what, are the, what are the chances of that actually happening? Yep, and on the flip side, just do it once. Yeah, then you've got that experience yeah. to say, even to your kids. Yeah, I did it. It was a good experience. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and I think... Probably now, in in some ways now I think it might be a better time to perhaps do it because I sort of understand everything about about not everything more about a karate and the whole process the whole process yeah. of of it happening. Um, maybe now is a good time to do it, yes. even even if it is just once, like you yes. say. Um, but then I think, well, maybe I missed the boat as well. Like, like you're saying, it's yeah. a young man's game. Maybe I should have done it when I was 27, 28. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of those thoughts go through my head. Uh, yes, no, yes, yeah. no, maybe, nah. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll do it, nah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, in your opinion, if Soso Masayama was alive today, mm. do you think Kyokushin would be different and how? Because hmm. um, we've seen a lot of traditional martial arts stay the same and don't modernise, mm. where others are constantly revamping themselves yeah. and adding, borrowing techniques and yeah. refining what they've already got. Yep. Um, without having, yeah, obviously, it's a bit of an on-the-spot question, and it, yeah, it yeah. can go quite deep. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, without having known the man. Um, I would like to think he would have changed with the times and, yes. and modernised it because, like we've talked about, he came from a few different martial arts. He's a bit and, of a pioneer, wasn't he? And, yeah, he pioneered, you know, Kyokushin and what he was doing. So he stepped out of the square yes. and sort of evolutionised bits and pieces of other things. Yeah. So I'd like to think that he would have at some point thought, Okay, we need to 
keep the, the ball rolling yes. with this. Um, but I can't say for certain that he would do that because I, I don't know how much of a, not traditionalist, but uh, how much of how much of the initial system he wanted to keep, you know, this is mine, this is how we do it from now on. Yes. Um, that sort of mentality. I, yes. I, don't, I don't know if he was like that or not. Yep. But yep. I'd like to think it would have kept kept moving along because if you just keep it the same forever, I mean, yeah. you don't improve yes. so much. Um, I mean... Yeah, it's a very uh, it's, interesting... It's a tough one not only subject but if you apply it to other any other areas like you look at um medical technology for example the advances in that where it's um yeah creates more opportunities to heal people and extend life where you think well let's flip that on the head with martial arts yeah you're constantly looking at techniques to disable an opponent or yep. what is the fastest execution method to drop someone on the ground or something like that yeah yeah exactly um. Okay, Kihon, Kata or Kumite, what's your preference? So Kihon for listeners being your basic techniques where we're all in the regimented lines, counting numbers, doing techniques. Kata is our practice forms and Kumite is obviously the sparring rounds. So it's known as the three Ks in any karate syllabus. What would your preference be, Jermaine? Um... And I'll, the second question to that is, has that changed over your years of training? It has changed. Um, nowadays, I don't really have a preference, to be honest. Yep. I like... Everything. Everything. No. Um, probably not uh, equally. Yep. Um, it, but it also depends on the night or where I'm in the journey yes you know uh, it might change one month I might we might be concentrating on cutter and breaking something right down then perhaps the next month we might spend a lot of time like fixing up the real small parts of um, Kihon yes and then another time you know we might spend shit loads of time on on Kumite yeah so yeah. It, it changes but I, I like it all yeah To if I'm being completely honest brilliant um but i think at the at the beginning when i first started in those first few years probably the kumite even though i may not have been that great at it yeah i just like that physical aspect yeah of getting smashed Pushing yourself and yeah getting smashed and punching on with someone yeah. and <laughs> you know because we don't have any um punches or um or elbow strikes to the head it's a lot easier to stay standing. Yes, you can tend to push a bit more and yeah, yeah. and ha see how much punishment you can take. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that when I first started. <laughs> so I gravitated towards that. Yep, and I'll, I'll probably still do now. Yeah, um, but as the years have gone on, I've you know I've refined it all, refined it all, and gravitated towards the other two as well. Yeah, so it's and I know. A lot of people do have their favourites, which is fine. Um, but I like to try and be well-rounded as well. You know, it's not perfect and it never will be. It's something to aim for yeah. always. But I like to try and polish it all. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. 
Uh, any advice, last question for beginners, mm-hmm. anyone on the fence thinking about not only getting into kyokushin but any martial art whatsoever? Yeah. Because the biggest hurdle I've often seen people with, they have that that fear of being judged the moment they walk into the dojo or... Mm-hmm. You often hear, oh, when I'm fitter, I'll start when I'm fitter. You know? (laughs) Um, But we're all there once. Oh, yeah, we are. Oh, we were, sorry. Yeah. Um, It's probably a couple of bits of advice. Um, I think perseverance is one. Yes. You know, it's not going to happen overnight or two nights or maybe even three or four. Um, yes there are talented people out there that improve quickly dramatically um, but at the same time it it takes time absolutely and repetition and showing up night after night to be half decent at something yes and and that may take a year five years yeah Ten years, and the, and the, when you're getting up towards, you know, five ten years, that's a decent chunk of your life. Yeah, but you you kind of need some people need that time to to get that good. Yeah, and even that that mental maturity. Mm. Oh well, yes, yeah, yes, to undertake a significant task like that. Yeah, and it's not easy. No. I mean, if it was easy, like the old saying, everyone would do it. Absolutely. And yeah. everyone would have a black belt and, yeah. and what have you. Because if you think about it in, in academic terms, if you've trained at that level, let's say like you have part-time for uh, seven years, mm. that's like a degree. Yeah. You know, degree qualified in something, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and I think people get... Uh, people find that a bit daunting. Yes. Um, yeah, when you put it in those terms, like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. That is quite a chunk of time. Yeah. Yeah, except this degree, you're getting the shit kicked out of you. Well, that's right. <laughs> um, and that's not to say that's the only thing you should do. 100%, yeah. Um, because there's a lot out there to learn about different, not only martial arts, but everything, life. Yes. You know, I mean, if we just stayed on the one train track, you know, It'd be a pretty boring old life, wouldn't it? Oh, mate, it would. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think people sort of thinking that they're, how do I put it? Yeah, it's daunting. Yes. Like like I said. Um, Yeah. And you should probably just take it one night or, you know, baby steps, one at a time. Um, Having a beginner's mind... Is, is or a white belt's mentality is probably a good one. I think, if especially if you're walking into uh, a, a place where you're probably not familiar with, whether you've done martial arts or not, um, you kind of have to just leave everything at the door. Yeah, yeah. Leave, leave it at the door. Forget what you know for the moment. Yeah, and start again. Yes, you know, and I. Uh, I think that that trips people over and gets in a lot of people's way. Definitely. Because uh, over the years I've seen... People come and go? Yes. A lot of people come and go and mostly because of their ego. Yes. Um, uh, 
they may have trained in another style or the same style in Kyokushin, but years ago, so they want to immediately come back and go Pick straight, exactly where straight to off. the top. Yeah. And it doesn't quite work like that, especially if you're new and nobody knows you who you are. Yep. Um, it takes time to judge and assess, you know, where you're at. Yes. Um, and whether you need to start again or whether you do go straight back up to where you were. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of people leave because they thought, well, I'm, I'm better than what you think I am. And yep. I've yep. got, a, I've got a black belt in this and, um, I should be put up here. And yeah, you yeah. as you mentioned, it's always regardless of what is holding your pants up just to maintain that white belt mentality of being the open book and yeah. being open to sort of every thing. I yeah. mean, I was, I always found you could learn so much more off training children mm-hmm. because they had that um, mental plasticity where mm. they could pull techniques apart and they would often throw things at you where you were so untrained yeah. they would catch you off guard. Yeah. Which is kind of a danger when you get to the, the white belt adults mm-hmm. who come in and will throw wild techniques and you're like, oh, shit, I've got to be really careful here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, probably not too much more advice yeah. than that. You know, just be humble as well. Yes. That goes along with the, the white belt mentality, I think. Um, the the big positive for me of anyone wanting to do martial arts, and this so more taps over to people who want to get fitter and healthier in life, mm. is the beauty of the, the martial arts is you get fit and healthier while you are learning a new skill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that for me is the massive one. It beats running or walking or, or whatever you want, you know, fill in the blanks. But yeah, if you can yeah. learn that skill that can, and you won't even know how much it's shaping your life yep. until you actually stop and analyze and think about it. Yeah. Right from the people you meet through to the conversations you have and how you conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, end of the interview. Thanks mate. No I'm just going to give Sensei Rob a massive plug. So if anyone uh, wants more information about Kima, uh, that's at kimaa.com.au and that's got a list of all the training times and dojos around Australia. So any queries there, uh, shoot Sensei Rob a message or contact him on Facebook I'm sure he'd be more than happy to assist for anyone who wants to train in the Brisbane area but otherwise plenty of information up there um, thanks for listening I'll uh, update my Facebook page accordingly when I've got another guest thank you